Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Real Education, the, the musical. musical. Hey guys, we might be getting better at that. Um, so, I am one of your hosts, Wendy, joined, as always, by... Vinny and Mike. And we are on a holiday twofer t- this week, because after last week's Holiday Inn, we are now going to watch White Christmas. Yay. The actual, the, right, the White Christmas, the right White Christmas. Well, I mean, holiday is it? Holiday well, the one that we all thought was, you know, they, I feel like they easily they get confused. Because they really White, don't. Because White Christmas the song was in the. I know. No. I talked to everyone I've talked to about Holiday Inn since we watched it. Was like, oh, then start talking about White Christmas. Like, no, 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 the other, the other one. The other one. It's one, not just me. No. There's black and white, and there's color, and the White Christmas is Vista Vision Technicolor. Like it's just. It's a really different film. I'm not people. saying they're visually similar. I'm saying everyone gets them confused. In their well, brains. I don't get it because I've grown up with both of them, so it doesn't make sense to my head, and I am judging them. Yes, you knew that That's was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, what do you guys? So, I've seen it, obviously, and you two haven't. So yeah, so I've never, I've never actually sat down and watched it. Like, I feel like it's been on the periphery of my like of my childhood. Like, I I know bits of it. And I kind of like, I feel like I will recognize more of it when we actually watch it than what I remember. But I've never actually watched the whole thing, like start to finish. I know it has Bing Crosby again. You're going to recognize him this time. Danny Kaye? Yes. Yeah. And there's one of the ladies from one of the other things we've watched. Mm Mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell you who it is. <laughs> <laughs> when you see her, you're going to be like, oh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know who it is. It's uh, Miss Turnstiles. It is. It is. Miss, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Vera Ellen. <laughs> Vera Ellen. That's right. I was like, I can't come up with her name, but I know it's Miss Turnstiles. <laughs> I love that. Which will always be her name to Ms. me. Miss Turnstiles, <laughs> the most important title ever awarded to anyone ever. <laughs> Clearly. With For her the high month of June or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. With all her high society pals. Pardon me while I burp. Yep, that happened. Ah, excellent. So, uh, this is, like I said, this is one of my regular holiday classics, and there's a a lot to like about it. And um, there's no blackface number, guys. I was going to say. There's that that to not like about it. Um, And I don't even want to tell you, like, I think it's visually stunning, and the colors are so great. It's 1954, so you get that lovely design aesthetic throughout it as well. Um, and uh, it's directed by Michael Curtiz. Okay. Casablanca. Oh, sure. <laughs> the Adventures of Robin Hood. No, gotcha. Also, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh. Uh, so we, we've seen him before. So we should know yeah. him. In this case, guys, you you do know. <laughs> like you may not recognize the name, but when I say Casablanca, right, everybody's like, "Oh, right. well, that guy." Yeah, yeah. Okay, the guy's got some cred. I'm what I'm trying to communicate here. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go watch Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and their pals and Vera Allen <laughs> and some other people too. Yeah, uh, do some fun things, and then we will come back after the jump. Saw the sunshine so bright, never saw things go so right. Notice in today's hurry and by when you're in love, my, my honey fly. Lord help the mister who comes between me and my sister. And Lord help the sister who comes between me and my man. The two greatest figures in show business, Bing and Danny, as two XGIs who form the perfect partnership. Rosemary and Vera Ellen as the sisters who have them in a spin. With Dean Jagger as the unemployed general they take under their wing. Apparently there's still quite a bit about show business I don't understand. Oh, it'll come to you, sir. Just takes time. We wouldn't be any good as generals. You weren't any good as privates. A wonderful story that will warm your hearts, just as the breathtaking scope of a new screen wonder will widen your eyes. White Christmas in Vista Vision. And you. 
fall asleep Counting your blessings The best thing Happen while you're dancing Things that you would not do at home Come naturally on the floor Handy There's a minister That was White Christmas. That was White Christmas. We uh, got to hear the song twice this time. <laughs> twice, yeah, even. Start and end with it. <laughs> like bookends. Yeah. I mean, you know why you're here. <laughs> I'm here for White Christmas. <laughs> it was so popular, they made another movie about it. It, it Well, we covered this last week. Right, it's no, a I know. wildly, wildly popular song. And I kind of love that the first instant you instance you get of it is... BT Dubs, this is why this was so popular because everybody at the war like really went for this song. Right. So we're actually going to open it up at the war with everybody being like, dude, I'm so sad. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, thoughts, guys? I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into more about the specifics, but um, I don't really know where it's to start. Really, it feels really long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it, it might be that it's particularly late and that that's too that's true uh i just kept being like man it's gotta be just about over right <laughs> and then they'd like bust in another song and i'm like okay i mean i didn't dislike any of them <laughs> i would be curious to have you watch it again when it wasn't so late maybe i don't know but then again uh, i like i've grown up with this so yeah i know every beat of it so it doesn't feel slow to me so right. i don't have i don't have a fair idea it's still i mean it's only it's Two hours, but so it's not like it's like a five hour, it's not like a Bollywood movie or something, you know. Uh, now I really want to see a Bollywood white Christmas. Right. But there's there's a lot of stuff to love in it. There's like Danny Kaye is wonderful and Vera Ellen, and I mean, everybody is, is wonderful, um, especially Vera Ellen. She's <laughs> so good in this. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely is. I, I mean, I think it's. I think I guess it's a little bit on the slow side. I didn't notice it as much as as you did. Um, I think it's because I expected everything to like start wrapping up when they shortly after the whole like fake engagement thing, and then there's like a whole other act that still happens <laughs> yeah. after that. We still have to resolve the conflict. Yeah. <laughs> like if you think about it, there's no conflict up until that moment. Right. Other than the generals in trouble, we have to help. Right. It, so you're solidly into the end of the second act of the movie before they're like, we're going to introduce a conflict. Right. Here's a problem. An actual problem that needs to be solved rather than just let's watch them put on a show. Which. I mean, yeah. That's how, I'm all right with that. <laughs> how great are those numbers? <laughs> I really, yeah, I love that, like. It seemed like all the numbers were just kind of all over the place, like, which is like kind of controlled chaos in a way. Like, they're all well, very well done. And I mean, I enjoyed them, but it was just like you never really know what you were gonna get until it's just like in front of you, and yeah, they, kind of wild. Well, the fact that they are they have produced a musical review where they clearly audition acts to just join in and come do their act. Mm-hmm. So there's no plot or anything means that at any point they could rehearse a number and it could just be anything, anything at all. Which happens multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they're like rehearsing, but it looks, I mean, the way that it's presented is as if it's like opening night and then it cuts to like, as soon as it's done, it like turns to the audience. And there's three people just like, yay. Oh, when they were clap. like at the, at like, the farm the, or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. It's like the general and his daughter. Yeah. And daughters. Daughter, his granddaughter and That's right. the housekeeper, Emma. Yeah. And it's just the three of them. Yeah. There's like this Quite huge <laughs> production for the rehearsal. 
But I mean, you guys have done theater. I mean, that's what a that's no, what a know, dress rehearsal just, feels like. There's right. usually like two or three people who are actually watching it. Um, the director never applauds. They're too busy writing down all the things you did wrong. Oh, yeah. But there's usually like two or three people hanging around that are like, oh, hey, that was pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Lonely it, clap. It, it just it tickled me because generally in film like that, you know, you have the number and it just moves on. Like once it's done, it's, it, there's not really a reaction shot always. Mm-hmm. And if there is, it's usually to a very large audience. And even if it is like a rehearsal, like they would just kind of move on and like not really – pay attention to the crowd or like, you know, <laughs> and in this one, it's like, there are a couple of times very pointedly where like the scene ends and like, they point out that's like giant dance number just happened. And they're like, why did that just happen? Like, <laughs> it was kind of like a meta <laughs> joke. They had a couple, it was just, well, let's see. So there's obviously the numbers that happen within the context of the show. What are the numbers that happen? Like supposedly in the real world, like there's, uh, there's the one where they have the dance. The best things happen while you're dancing. Yeah. I, yeah, I won't know the names of any of them. But, like, but, after the sisters perform for the first time and Danny Kaye and Barry Ellen are yeah. dancing, like, dance out of the room. Yeah, that's the that's best thing. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Be- everything before that was in the context of a show. Mm-hmm. Right. So that one is the two of them supposedly just having met decide to start singing and doing a whole complete routine. Right. And then we go into, oh, wait, they sing Snow on the Train. Mm. Oh, yes, they do. Which, weirdly, that one doesn't stand out as much to me because uh, performers, when they get together, will just start singing with each other. That's yeah, just a it th- seemed like kind of like a... Hey, we're just joshing around. And it also, I don't know, that was a pretty typical musical thing to yeah. do, too, is like they're on the train and they're all excited about the snow they're going to see. And so, like... That one seemed, I don't know, seemed pretty natural to me. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really stand out as like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> then we're been to the show stuff and the show stuff. And then he, uh, Bing Crosby sings Count Your Blessings. Is that the only other one that's really outside of the I show context? I'd have to look at a list and I don't want to. I'm being lazy. But what that means is that we can talk about the, the, the one glaring moment of they do this whole dance routine in, quote, real life. Right. They end on this pose where she's being dipped by Danny Kay and they freeze. And then Betty walks in and is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I love that doing? moment. Yeah. What is it, best two out of three? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I love the meta humor of that, which this this whole show is, the whole movie is very witty. Yeah. Oh, for it's sure. Oh, yeah. I wish that I could remember any of the lines. Like, I loved uh, Wallace and Davis. Like, the, just the, the relationship that they had and throughout the movie were always just kind of like poking and prodding each other. But like, clearly, I mean, they were, War, you know, war buddy, like they grow like an old married couple. Yeah, they really are, but it was just hilarious how much like back and forth they had. Bicker, bicker, poke, poke. Yeah. There's the one line where he tells one of the sisters, like, if somebody ever tries to like if pull a, you out of like, a, pull you away from like a crashing building or whatever, he's like, just jump under there. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, don't let him save your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bing, uh, so Bing Crosby's particular vocabulary in this film, because he's like Weird's Mobile and um, you're going to get on that merry-go-round and all that. That's Bing Crosby. He would take whatever they wrote and colloquialize it to his own, in his own particular way. He, okay. he improved in a lot. Yeah. That whole snack bar scene with the sandwiches, improv. So when you see Rosemary Clooney just start giggling at him, she's just like, what are you even talking about? Right. I think, yeah. And I think like that's part of what helped me with it. While it did drag in parts, like you could clearly see that everyone was like just having a blast making it. And like they left in a lot of the improv stuff where they caught them on can't like on film, like cracking up in the middle. <laughs> like, so it's just fun to watch because they're just in the moment of it all. Yeah, I I didn't like super love it. Like I said, there's things that I really like. Um, 
and I agree about like some of the improv stuff. I like there's other things that like I like this. Okay, so I like the sisters number when when they do it again, but it's also like. Are we gonna watch them do the whole thing again? <laughs> right. Like we already saw this once, and like the whole joke is that they're doing it, so it's like let's cut that down. I don't need like the whole full number again. Well, they did cut it down. They cut out the dance break, and they look so pretty in their outfits. <laughs> it's just there's a lot that felt like just kind of fluff in it. That was probably why my attention was that and it being late was why my attention was really just waning at times. Um, but then there's stuff that I really, really like. Like I love the, uh, the number with, um, Danny Kay and I'm going to call it the Suspiria number because it's like, <laughs> it's like all of the, the women dancers that are dressed <laughs> like they're straight out of Suspiria. Right. Oh, I knew exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's a great way to describe it. And it's a <laughs> immensely silly number. Oh, fuck um, yeah. this whole like modern dance, they're just making fun of modern dance basically. And of course, my favorite moment is when they zoom in, like when he first comes in and they, they like zoom in on, on Danny Kay and, uh, he has the woman's hand that's kind of by his face and he just like grabs it and like shifts it up. Like, excuse me, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the numbers about how like all, you know, they're all doing choreography now instead of dancing. Right. It's like, it's just a great little gag. And, that, and Vera Ellen descends. Yes. Yeah. In her bright pink. Super, super pink. Uh, comes in and she's doing this like... Insane. Like with one foot. One foot <laughs> moving so fast you can barely see that it it's It doesn't tapping. look like her foot's moving at yeah. first. Until they like zoomed way in on it. I was like, oh no, it is actually... That noise you're hearing, that's coming from that foot. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, I can do it with the other one too. Right. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, and then she has her dance number with her stand-in dude. Jo- uh, his name's John Basia, Basia? Bra- Brassy. Yeah, Brassy. John Brassy. Sure, sure. Yeah. D- didn't really look up if he did much else. Um, so I was telling the boys, uh, one thing I found out is that they originally wanted Donald O'Connor for the Danny K role. Donald O'Connor was thrilled to do it they actually wanted him because he and vera ellen had done a movie called call me madam and it had been so successful and the pairing the two of them worked so well together they're like well let's put the two of them together again which bt dubs we need to add call me madam to our list i have never sure. seen that sure. um me i either. really want to see i want to see vera ellen dance with donald o'connor right yeah, um, she's in it I'm, I'm in yeah uh but uh donald o'connor got very ill because he filmed a movie, another Francis the Talking Mule, and got Q fever because it's a disease you get from livestock and had to pull out of the movie at the last minute because he made a movie with the mule and they had already staged all the numbers. So when they brought in Danny Kay, they're like, well, Danny Kay can manage a lot, but he's not... He's not like a dancer, dancer. He's not a dancer, <laughs> dancer, and he's not going to manage the extreme partnering that we're requiring in these specific numbers, mm-hmm. uh, which is Mandy uh, choreography and then the Abraham mm-hmm. dance break. Mandy's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. So they brought in John Brassy, and he. It's sad because he doesn't get a speaking role. He's not even really called out, but he, it's the same dude doing all the partnering work. Oh, right. He shows up and looks great. Yeah. He's basically the hi, Danny Kay can't dance. I'm I'm the dancing Danny Kay. I like the first time that they that he comes in is during Mandy, and all of the men are wearing these like really like deep green suits, mm-hmm. and his suit's a different color to make him stand out. But at first, it just looks like his mom packed the wrong <laughs> suit that day, yeah, you don't know why. and you're kind of just like, why? One guy wearing a different shade of green. Because it's, it's just a different shade of green. It's not a completely different it's not, color. No, no, no. And it's it's like a it's like a light olive green. Yeah, yeah. It's like the store was sold out of all of that one, and they just got like the closest <laughs> color they could. And then he starts dancing with them, and you're like, okay, this like visually <laughs> makes reason. sense why they did this, but it's really weird at first. Also, Vera Ellen was a flippy girl. Did we see all the yeah like all the walkovers and shit she was doing? Dang. 
And my favorite, I love, I pointed it out to the dudes uh, when they lift her up in the splits and then like, and five guys are holding her up in the splits and then they just all move together to bring her down to touch one toe, boop, and then bring her back up. I think that's just hilarious and adorable. I was just watching them pass her up and down the this, this steps and going yeah. like, that looks like a really good way to get really hurt. Well, the <laughs> two of them, so effortless. Yeah. she I does know. that extreme like dip backwards mm-hmm. to where she's basically being held upside down and two dudes just run up a big flight of stairs with her upside down over their back. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, I would throw up. <laughs> oh my God, I have to think too motion sick and then she turns around she's like you know what i'm gonna do leap yeah (laughs) leap down these stairs and hope these motherfuckers catch me (laughs) catch me boys (sighs) and she's wearing that sparkly 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 it's a white one right yeah that's a white one but with the red sparkly yes but and then rosemary clooney is wearing the that's where she has the green one right that's the same number no she's got the black it's black she has a lot of black. She's got on black, but with red sparkly gloves. Oh, with the with and the red with the red, matching red bangles. bangles. Yeah, her dress was green sparkly. She wears the dark green velvet at the cast party. Like it's so dark, you think it's black at first. Maybe I don't no, know. She's not. She's not wearing green. Okay. Um, Mary Clooney looks great in everything too. Oh I mean, well, and also BT Dubs, who did the gowns? Yeah, Edith had. That's what I was gonna say. Edith had. I got the first taste last week, and maybe not the first, but that was. And then this is just so much more. Like we saw like this in division the, helps. We saw in the credits. I'm like looking at the costumes, and they're like, "Oh, Edith had." And Vinny's like, "Let me guess, the gowns." I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, the gowns. <laughs> so many gowns." Also, the suits look great. Oh yeah, yeah. And the tuxes the, with the red shirts and mm, the red gloves. And the Classic. the dance girl weird like leaf yes. fold over costumes are pretty amazing too. Mm, yes. Oh, and she keeps putting Rosemary Clooney in mermaid cuts, and they just look so good. Mm-hmm. She's very curvy. Yes. <laughs> well, because Vera Ellen, bless her, not curvy. Very looks no, great. She is a mental stick. Yeah. <laughs> all muscle. Yeah. All muscle. Um, so, as I mentioned, Michael Curtiz uh, was the director on this. Um, here's a fun story I found out about Michael Curtiz. First off, he was Hungarian, right? We knew that. Um, and he came to America. Uh, he Oh, here's what's sad. I'll tell the sad one so we can end on a more positive note. <laughs> uh, he lost uh, his entire family, his sisters and brother and his father, uh, died in Auschwitz. Um, but uh, he apparently, his son said of him that he spoke five languages, all of them badly. And famously, he was very hard to understand on the set. Like at one point, he asked for a poodle, a poodle, and they bring him a poodle. He's like, no. And he wanted a puddle. What do you want to, so uh, he mangled language and he was, he would get very distracted when he was focused on something and he literally fell out of a moving car that he was driving because he had an idea he wanted to write down. Let's consider that. Just, like, just steps out. Right. I don't even know. How do you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> um, oh, and this is a great quote about Cary Grant that I just liked and I wanted to share it. He said that Cary Grant, of Cary Grant, some actors squeeze a line to death. Cary tickles it into life. <laughs> Isn't that just great? I like that. That's Someone a good one. Languages, that's- yeah. Right. Would you like a poodle? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Bing Crosby, be- in the 12 years between Holiday Inn and White Christmas, made 37 movies. Holy I just crap. needed to look that up. I was like, because I looked on his filmography, I'm just like, holy fucking shit. It was, That's when, like when three said, movies a year. Yeah. Well, and when you said that there were 12, you know, 12 years between Holiday Inn and this, and then when you first see him, in the war scene at the beginning, right before he sings white Christmas, I was, it seemed like a lot more time had passed. Like he looked way older in that scene than I feel like he did throughout the rest of the film. Um, Beats me. 
Yeah, it was just bizarre. I was like that because at first I didn't recognize him. I was like, maybe it they has were trying to, to figure out the makeup to make him look better. Yeah, because he's actually older than the general who is right. supposed to be the old man. That's just like spray silver paint. Spray on his silver, head yeah. He's a great grandpa. He's very handsome man. Um, and in those intervening years, Bing won his Oscar for going my way. FYI, uh, Danny K. This is our first Danny K. Yay! Have you guys seen the court jester? Mm-mm, no. <gasps> okay. <laughs> That's on the list. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. We've added three or four more movies to our list now. Danny Kaye. Danny Kaye. Uh, Danny Kaye was a Broadway star, right? Famous for tongue twisters. He, as you can tell, he really likes to put words together that one. Right. When, whenever so you well. get around to what, it, like, by the time you get around to getting what got, got, Whatever you've got, yeah, it's still worth getting got. Remember. Like that whole thing, very convoluted. That was his specialty, was that kind of wordplay. Like, as soon as I can process what you just said, I'll come back with a response. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck did that? Uh, we get Rosemary Clooney. Um, and uh, she, weirdly, I looked, she mostly was TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she didn't have much of a filmography. Mm-hmm. Vera Ellen, of course. Dean Jagger, who's the general, he got his Best Supporting Oscar for 12 O'Clock High, which, if you've never seen it, is so good. It's such a good film. Um, and then uh, here's an interesting fact about him. He dropped out of high school twice before he finally graduated. Do you want to know what he then did? He became a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Until he decided to be an actor instead. I just was like... Wait, what? Oh, and apparently he had a lisp. He had a really noticeable lisp in real life. Whenever he would act, Mm -hmm. it would go away. Huh. Interesting. That actually makes sense to me. I had a lisp when I was younger. I had a lateral lisp. Wait. A lateral lisp. So it was like like that, that Mm -hmm. lisp. Um, But when... I would work so hard to control it when I was cast in roles that I had friends in my early twenties who could tell when I was lying because my lisp went away because it meant I was focusing on what I was saying until I finally just managed to transition to, you know, what we could do is just talk correctly all the time. Right. And then of course there's Mary Wicks as Emma, the housekeeper. Yeah. Yes. She's so great. Who um, immediately came, when she came on screen, I was like, that looks like one of the nuns from Sister Act. <laughs> Mike immediately pulls out his phone and I can tell he's I was like, it is. And it's crazy because if you just put like, give her gray hair and put a habit on her, she would look the same in this movie as she did in the 90s. Yes. Yes. Um, she's a great character actor. She's yeah. my favorite character. She's so... Oh, she's great. She's yeah. really good in this. Um, there's the line where she... When they're talking to um, the TV guy. Ed Harrison. Ed Harrison. Um, and she's like, I did what like every good uh, like housekeeper would do. I listened in. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when like, um, yeah, I was supposed to get a cake. Oh, here it is. And they, they want you in New York, blah, 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 two week engagement. It's like, it's, it's a telegram to me that seems. Oh yeah. I like yeah. that one too. She's like, <laughs> what do you do? Hold it up to the light? She's like, that's amateur. Hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I use steam. <laughs> Please. Um, Bob Fosse is an uncredited choreographer on this and you can see it here and there. Yeah. You get a sense of it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I probably was on the Suspiria number. <laughs> so definitely. <laughs> Well, there's a point where they're in the back, they're bent into a crouch, and they're doing these sort of little weird hip, little hip yeah. isolations. I'm like, hello, Mr. Fossey, is that you back there? <laughs> What's going on? Bit by bit, putting it together. Other trivia, the sisters number, again, was them fucking around on set and the director going, that's charming, let's actually film it. Uh, <clears throat> the actual sisters number or the one where... The, when the two of them are doing it, that's because... That was just them being. They were just fucking around the on men. set. The yeah. two dudes, um, Danny Kaye and Bing yeah, Crosby. There are them's that do it two times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 
Bing Crosby really is honestly laughing because Danny Kate just keeps doing it bigger and goofier every yeah. time. Yeah, he just gets more and more like loose with that giant fan and just keeps slapping him. Yeah, it's the slapping. It's like, <laughs> fan, Those fans are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I want one, though. They're so They, like, cover half of a person's body. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Exactly! Or a whole Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> that, too? Uh, let's see. Vera Ellen, as usual, was dubbed and uh, the snow at the end was as bestest. <laughs> what? Which is why no one was in it. What a good idea. Yeah. Oh, nothing about that seems okay. <laughs> well, and then listeners were. 55. Asbestos was 54. 54. Asbestos was safe back then. That's right. Funny. Yeah. Ignorance was bliss. Yeah. So the, the tree is covered in tinsel, and we all were just talking about holy shit, guys. Do you remember tinsel when that was a thing? Like, like I remember it being a thing, but like I said, like we never used it to decorate but like it was definitely oh i'm old enough to remember it for like the first well i remember it when i was young enough that my parents were still married which so that would be the first seven years of my life i don't remember it after that but then again single mom like christmas got a lot less elaborate but what i don't remember like how the shit do you put your tree away is it because all trees were live and you would literally just chuck it yes Probably. Like, I mean, artificial trees could... aren't a big thing. I yeah. Think, but, oh, and they looked like shit. They looked. Yeah. But like, how did you get that shit off? How do you? Mm. And yeah. I remember, what I do remember don't. is keep it because we had a dog. And so we had to like, don't put it too low. The dog will eat it. And then it'll wind up in their intestines and kill them. Yay. How festive. <laughs> yeah. Like, glad we have this. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it's weird sometimes to think back like that was a thing everybody did but you have to admit it does make it look all twinkly and like snowy and icy and icically I kind of miss it like not a lot because it looks fucking gaudy but it is kind of cool (laughs) it was a little overwrought but I get like the twinkly part of it but there's like too much yeah maybe a little maybe a little just a little only easily removed or you know something that's not tinsel yeah so yeah so alternatives now so that's on the tree during the last big number white christmas where like they pull out all the stops there's a boy choir there's baby ballerinas then and then the two women walk out in those gowns and jenny's just like oh and i'm like yeah i i will watch the whole movie just for those gowns at the end i desperately want vera ellen's gown (laughs) yeah like with the with the fur and the muff and the, and the, yeah, and <laughs> fluffy. And the dude's suits are cool too. It's yeah. nice. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be Santa, but, you know, it was like a nice. Well, and it had like, what I like nice, is like, the, it's like velvet, but it's got little sequined red snowflakes yeah. on the velvet. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. it looks good. Edith, nice. <laughs> And we couldn't help but notice that, you know, that Bing Crosby was wearing a hat in any scene he'd get away with it. Yes, because uh, toupee. Toupee was a little we... more noticeable with, in color. Yeah, it was. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I, That's I, what I mean, you see us last the week. The very first time you see him is he's wearing a hat. He's wearing like a pot. Like it's yeah. like a, because he's at uh, <laughs> the warfront. Yeah. Yeah. And every, like, there's a lot of times where he's just outside. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't know why you shot this outside. <laughs> outside. Yeah. On, well, a on a set. On a sound stage. Yeah. The same set. You mean as... they weren't actually on a train? They didn't <laughs> jump out of the train on. <laughs> what? Also, I didn't catch that they were joking around at first when they when they come into Vermont and there's no snow. And they look outside and they're like, There's no snow. We never left. We're still in the Carolinas. And I was like, how do you know that from just looking outside? And then I was like, oh, they were joking. I was like, I was so hung up on that for like a solid two minutes. I was like, I didn't say anything. I was just like, how, how would he know? And then they like get on the, like, they find the way to get to the, 
place. That Holiday Inn Hotel. Yeah, 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 the Holiday Inn Hotel. And I was like, oh, they were joking. Okay, cool. Got it. Got it now. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. And they, yeah, like we said, they used, they reused the Holiday Inn set. Um, like, as soon as they arrived there, you're just like, yeah, we saw this. I mean, it helps that we saw it. Five days ago. Yeah. Something. <laughs> it does. But, yeah, especially because they come up and over and around, and you're like, uh, is that Gus driving? Yeah. Oh, God, I wish it had been. That would have been great. <laughs> just a little tired. When yeah. Betty comes back at the end and it pulls up, and I'm just like, hey, she got here. Yeah. She's late, but she's not wet. Gus didn't drive her into the lake. That's good. Her, what, her, if, like, her. what if, like, her and Mary Wicks, or Gus and Mary Wick's character, like, I'm there? Oh, that'd be the best, right? That'd be pretty great. I'd watch that movie, yeah. <laughs> you think, I'd like you to pick her up and make sure she doesn't get here. Do you think you could handle that? Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd get on like a house of fire. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I'm trying to think of the other numbers. There was something I was wanting to ask you dudes about. Or, um, oh, um, oh. Oh, love you didn't do right by me. The the Rosemary Clooney number with the boys. Yeah. Did you love it? It's my favorite. Well, now now that because now that you said it, I'm just gonna every time like we'll talk about it or whatever. I'm just gonna imagine like you having your own little quartet of boys yeah, just, just to show up and like around. introduce you, like you know, dance you into a room. <laughs> yes. And then just disappear for a second and then suddenly reappear. Just you're... rise up. <laughs> yeah. And whenever I need to lightly rest my elbow on something, they're just going to pop up and yeah. let me do that right there. <laughs> I just love, oh I, my God, I wish there was a behind the scenes of that so I could yeah. see them like crawling around right. under the camera so yeah, that they can just frame. pop <laughs> up. And like you said, I mean, you said it right before it started, but like the camera work that for that, like the way that it kind of it pans out and kind of shifts as they pop in into and out of the view, like it helps. I think. I mean, I wouldn't have really been looking for it as much if you hadn't said it first. But like, it really does help kind of like bring it all together in a different way, mm-hmm. rather than just being like stationary. Because you know you have to have them like in a specific place out of view to just like appear suddenly and like. Yeah, I mean. It, it works so well. It's supposedly a floor show at a club. Right. But that is very definitely staged. For film. Right, right. Just <laughs> with the way everything's framed. But that is her best gown. Yeah. Her yeah, absolute best gown. It's very mermaid and that crazy cutout. And did you see her little, like, butt, butt sparkle on the back? <laughs> she's got a little... I don't think so. She's got like a tramp stamp of rhinestones back there <laughs> right. on her gown, and she's got those that one white sparkly gloves. There was one super early on, and I forget which number it was in, but it was, it was like black... Gown, but it had like a giant, like lacy kind of tough, like that's in the Mandy, and it's a big red, Mandy, that's it's a big it red yeah. butt poof, yeah, yeah, like all the way to the floor. Like, like it didn't look bad, which is like, huh, like, <laughs> like as, soon as, she, as soon as she turns for the first time and you see it, it's like that's like all I can see then. That's like butt poof, yeah. So, Mandy, yes, <laughs> start okay. So here's how this number starts. There's uh, occasionally throughout the uh, throughout the movie, they will cut to essentially a um, black sign that says such and such thing is happening. It, we're rehearsing it because yeah, we're rehearsing it because yeah. they've brought the whole cast of their Broadway show up to the inn that is empty because there's no snow right. as a way of helping out the general. Um, so the whole cast is there and they're rehearsing the show before they start performing right. it at the end. So, so there's just a little call board of, Hey, we're about to rehearse this number. This one just says minstrel show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Vinny and I both go like, yeah, like oh, and Wendy's no. like, I told you there's no blackface in this. Um, <laughs> and I'm still just like kind of holding my breath the whole time. Um, one well, like the lyrics that it's like the way that it starts like there's, there's gonna be some basically like here. I'm like the whole thing is about how they miss minstrel shows and the time mm-hmm. and the minstrel times and <laughs> maybe not quite as problematic as the Abraham number but it's still kind of just like sets you a little on edge and then they go into Mandy uh, there's one in between that and Mandy right like isn't it 
there's three songs there. Well, the I mean, it's all one big production. They right, do. right, right, but they go the, into different the, sec- sections. So I miss the I will. Oh, Mr. Bones. The Mistral show, yeah. and then they go into Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones, and then the Mandy. And then the Mandy. Yeah. So the Mr. Bones one is. It's just dad jokes. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like it's it's just silly. Uh, I'm trying to remember the one. I mean, it was the one about like how do you stop a dog from biting you? You and then pull the teeth. And then I don't remember the other one. About like, the doctor who fell in a well. Yeah. Should have tended to the sick and left the well alone. Yes. I actually like that one. Actually, made me laugh. I was gonna say that one caught me off guard because it was just like it was so dumb. It was like you should have left the well alone. That's I was like, funny. Ah. yes. Um, then they go into Mandy, and Mandy is, of course, just the um, big, big old dance number. It's just yeah. so, it's such a weird progression of things that lead into that. <laughs> it makes no sense. The th- that's the thing is, the numbers that are from their, quote, Broadway show, number one, they come out of nowhere. Insane. Because yeah. they're rehearsing them, so they don't have any connection to anything. Right. It's not even like the other sort of... Um, backstage musicals that we've watched where you go like, okay, well, I guess this is, I mean, there have been a couple of those where we're like, what do you think their show is? <laughs> yeah, like, um, like, was it the bandwagon? Yeah. The There's bandwagon. Also Broadway we were, melody, the Broadway melody of 1940. Yeah. There, yeah. We have a lot of talk where about we were just like, like what? what is the show? What, act, is, yeah, show? what, are they what is happening on this rehearsing? stage? Uh, but unlike that, there's no other real, there's no real narrative going on. Like, it's just like, we're rehearsing this thing and that's what we're going to do for the next 40 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to show you these with ridiculous production values. And the numbers are kind of bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of them, like the weird, I wish I was back in the army. And then the strange, like cutouts that pop up at the end that they march off with. And the the Mandy is so overblown and the color the color palette is so intense and the choreography is number is Mandy, just so what the dude that's where the guys are wearing the green suits with red shirts and gloves and red right? gloves yeah yeah okay and the women but are they're like, in the they're like red a, almost a stripy pinkish thing. red yeah well uh, and and that that backdrop is this gothic red that like seriously would be okay in Dracula's castle. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, I think that's why they look kind of pinkish is because they're against that. Like super that red. Yeah. It's very saturated. Dark red, yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like they were just having, because of the, the Vista vision and everything, they were just having like, look at what we can yeah, do. Right. Yeah. Throw it all in there. Very much so. Um, but yeah, the minstrel number. Uh, so it's been 12 years since they did, the blackface number in Holiday Inn and they figured out that wasn't a good idea, but they're still like, that is still definitely a minstrel number. They just didn't do it in blackface. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so I agree with what Mike said. Yeah. I mean, definitely a little, still, a, still problematic, but it's not like, as much, but yeah, definitely still like, Ooh, okay. Well, you've made progress, but like, yeah, but I mean, keep, Keep it's pushing. an interesting one-two punch to be like, okay, so I can see the difference between a decade. So yeah. that's, uh, you know what, improvement. Let's celebrate the improvement <laughs> and hope for something better. Um, I was honestly, when you were like, there's no blackface, I thought they were going to do like black voices when they sang now. Yeah. Uh, and that was I going. think about that. Yeah, that was that what I was waiting. That pop up in choreography in that one line. Do I? When oh, he sings Heps yeah, Who Did Steps. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that go, that comes and goes so quickly that, like... You could just... Yeah, yeah, Right over it. I was expecting to do that for, like, a full number. And so that's why I was, like, kind of just bracing myself. <laughs> and then it never happened. And I was like, okay, I, can I... I guess okay, I can so let's really think about those gorgeous suits. And then that voice coming out would have been so awful. It would have, for sure. Because their suits look... Yeah. Okay. That I'm not. Yeah, you're right. I know what you mean. I <laughs> yeah. know what you mean, though. Um, yeah. Like that. The how good they look would have made it 
even more jarring and worse and awful. Like, right. you should know better. You look classy. Don't be like that. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Great. Your sleepiness is rubbing off on me, Mike. <laughs> uh, Did we talk about um, Rosemary's, like, was it, did she have more than one that was, I mean, the one that she sang, like, she sings solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the only solo she yeah. gets. I really, everything I, everything else is a duet. Her voice. I know. It's a great number. Like, Love it's simple because it, I mean, it's really just her. Like, but do it's so good. And her voice is so low and low yeah. and sultry. I was going to talk about the gender politics. That was it. Of yeah, okay. The idea that, oh, I'm getting married, therefore I have to quit show business. And really when you think about the quote-unquote plot, Vera Ellen wants Rosemary Clooney to get married so that she'll stop Mother Henning her mm-hmm, so right. that she can be free to do more show business, I, one would Presumably, assume, yeah. except that if she gets married, she's going to leave the act. I don't well, – where's your logic train on that? I think your logic train went to Albuquerque there. It didn't, it didn't come all the way to the station. My metaphor got weird there. Um <laughs> But every one of these musicals that we watch wants to go to Santa Fe. <laughs> right? Santa Fe! <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the gender politics, and also because it is a romantic comedy, basically, the main conflict being that she thinks Bob is doing something awful, and if she just went, dude, you're doing something awful, and he would have been like, no, I'm totally not. Oh, well, then everything's fine. <laughs> but then we wouldn't get Love You Didn't Do Right by Me. So it's okay. I'm willing to put up with that tired trope because it means I get that number with George Chakiris popping up and then sinking down <laughs> like Xanadu when, when the camera just pans up <laughs> right. and she just takes the elevator down. So do you, did you recognize George Chakiris? He did. Cause I pointed out. Yeah. I mean, I, I recognize the face, couldn't place it until you said it, but does that mean absolutely? So one of the four quartet dudes, the incredibly handsome, dark-haired, cheekbones fellow, and he he pops up, turns around, and and you're just like, holy shit, he's gorgeous? Mm -hmm. That's George Chikiris, who played Bernardo in West Side Story. Oh, okay. I know exactly which one you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, as soon as you said it, I was like, of course Well, when you were like the really good looking one, I was like, I pictured it immediately, which of the four you were talking about. The really good looking, like the arrestingly good looking one. Like, damn, son. (laughs) Oh, look, Bernardo, West Side Story. Hey, yo. Yeah. (laughs) Greek. Which is. Not not Puerto Rican, but FYI. How long after this? Because that's 60. I could not tell you off the top of my head. I think that's right. 64? Really? That's what I'm... I know it's got to be 60s, right? It's definitely 61. Okay. Oh. Okay, so... So it's like seven years after this. Seven years later. Yeah. That's why I was thinking 64, though. I was like, 10 years later and he still looks almost exactly the same? (laughs) And the clothes. Sorry, I'm going to keep going back to the clothes. Like, there's that one outfit that Vera Ellen wears where it's the black sweater with the red belt and then the checked skirt with the red shoes. I just love it. Well, you also point that's the one during the proposal, right? Like, where she's trying to get what's his name to Yeah, she's, like, crawling I like that scene a lot. Um, The one the black and yellow. Oh, yeah. The black skirt with the yellow, like... um, like button down shirt on Rosemary Clooney and it's a pencil skirt and she gets pissed oh, off yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she, and she's like trying to stalk <laughs> away, but she's in a pencil skirt. So she stalks off with the tiniest little mincing steps ever. Dick, 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 dick. I'm pissed. Uh, with the, the guy's costume, there's one that like kind of made me laugh, which is, um, why did I just draw a blank on his name? Danny Kay. Okay. Um, so one of two people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, it, everyone's name just left my brain all at once. Danny Kay, and he's wearing this like, like yellow shirt. It's like a like a real high collared yellow shirt. It's while it's like one of their travel scenes or something, and it's like oh yeah, super yellow. It's like like man in the yellow hat yellow, 
And uh, then he has this like brown jacket over it, and it's the weirdest combination of colors because it's like it's when they're talking to the general about how they're bringing the show. And that's what it is. Standing outside, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I noticed like the turtleneck looked really good on him, and the the cut of the jacket also was very flattering. But the colors were off. The two together just didn't like either one with something else would have looked great. Yeah. But together was just kind of like. Edith, you kind of what missed there. doing here? <laughs> but it was that nice suede, and it looked so good with his reddish hair. I was like, oh, Danny, yeah, I'm liking him. No, whoa, whoa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, there's that one sharp tie that he wears when he goes to the Carousel Club. BT Dubs, I want to visit the Carousel Club. Yeah. The pink walls and the pink yeah. ceiling and the the carousel horses everywhere. It's like a prince's sex dungeon. (laughs) It's just what happens there after hours is what I'm trying to find out that like, I feel like, I feel like there's a special key code you use when you want to get into the back room or something there. And password changes weekly, daily, who knows? Monthly, probably monthly. (laughs) Um, Any final thoughts? We can wrap this up. No, I think we covered it. I mean, I, I like that we didn't even bother with a, a plot summary because there really <laughs> isn't not much of one. I mean, they, we kind of did just by talking about it. Yeah, else. I mean, it just kind of meanders yeah. until until there's one issue where all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I guess we should do something you, about that. We kind of yeah, we kind of glossed over um, snow, which is a song that I really kind of liked. I think it's fun and like. Because just in like singing, you know, snow and harmony with each other, and then they're talking about how excited they are for the snow they're going to see there. But there's a lot of great little visual stuff in there. Like there's a the part where he takes the, um, uh, I don't remember what it is. It's like a piece, some piece of cloth or something that's white, and he makes a little hill, and they pick off parts of the wreath and make the trees, so it looks like a little, uh, yeah, like snow covered hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I don't know. I really like all the stuff on the train. I think that's like, and that's kind of what the end part of the train is like them singing snow. Um, I like when they, of course, the beginning of it is the more like hijinksy parts um, because they've pushed the women out of, well, Danny Kay has pushed the women out of the window and been like, (laughs) you got to go take our tickets and get on the train. And they, uh, Bing Crosby's upset that like they've lost, they don't have their tickets and they have to buy tickets again once they're on the train. And then the door opens and it's the two, it's, uh, it's Vera Ellen and, um, and Rosemary Clooney and that are in their room and like all this stuff. And so I like just like snow being there sort of like, okay, we're friends now again. Like, no, yeah. we're like, going to really come together. <laughs> yeah. On Bing Crosby. Oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't do you this. Take to my me. soft, warm bed from me, would you? Yeah. You wouldn't. He looks so old and sad <laughs> when he says <laughs> <Right>? that, too. <laughs> and I'm like, I know those feels. Yeah. <laughs> well, the banter between the two of them is so great. Yeah, it's wonderful. Like, yeah. So, like, what you need to know at the beginning is Danny Kay saved his life in the war and used that to basically leverage everything into being his. Uh, partner in an act, which then became, they became wildly popular. They leveraged it into why don't we produce a show? Now we're producers. Anytime he wants anything, he's like, but, but, but my, but arm, arm. Just holds his arms. <laughs> my arm though, the arm that I broke when I saved your life. It's, it's okay. No gratitude. <laughs> so that's the one plot point you need. Yeah. And yeah. then they meet the girls and then there's no snow in Vermont. So, but or the Carolinas, wherever they, they have to be. <laughs> who knows where they are. And at this point, so, but. the inn that is being run by their old general, their old commanding officer, is not doing well. So, they bring the show up to help him out. Yeah. Like, those That's are the it. major plot points. Yeah. And, and everything else you can follow. And because then they really, White Christmas again. And really, you great. just want to hear the banter that everybody is spewing at each mm-hmm. other and the great fun everybody's having. And then the crazy dance numbers, and then White Christmas twice. I'm <laughs> dreaming. Uh, scoop up a little bit more there, Bing. Bing. <laughs> yeah, like right. I think he starts three levels down and takes the elevator yeah, up to, to that note. Yeah. 
Um, favorite numbers? We didn't do that yet. Mike, was your snow? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I do, I do like that one. I just, um, I don't think it's my favorite. I think my favorite is probably. Man, even though we just we just talk shit about like the whole minstrel show <laughs> thing, the oh, fact that it ends with Mandy, pick Mandy just as a piece. I know, but it's all like one big thing. Yeah. And I, but but Mandy's so good. Um, Mandy and um, choreography. The one where is it choreography? Is that what it's called? Where she comes. Yeah. 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 Oh, of course it would be choreography. The scary one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's actually my favorite one because it's just so – it feels so weird and out of place. Well, I, I feel like, yeah. With I mean, everything else. I and like then that. all of a sudden it comes back in you're like, now we're back in the same musical we were in a minute ago. This <laughs> like, is like the first one where it really goes like so like 90-degree turn. You're just like, what? What and is And it's even... back to like sort of normal. And but... it keeps getting weirder like – so it starts with all the modern dance and I'm like, okay, we could just do a number kind of making fun of modern dance. Oh, we're going to bring in a bright pink tap dancing yeah. and then we're going to put them together. And there's specifically the moment where Danny Kaye's on top of that weird rotating platform and all the modern dance weirdos, Suspiria girls are spinning it while he's doing these gesticulations. <laughs> right. And meanwhile, on the outside of that, John Brassy and Vera Ellen are tap dancing around the opposite direction. And I'm just like, who, who thought this up? And it works though. Hot buttered rum light on the butter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? So you're going to go with Mandy for your, no, favorite? I think I'm going to go with choreography. That okay. one's, I like the silliness of that one. Yeah. Um, you just like it when he raised her hand. I do like that. I'm I so like glad you, saw, you both laughed because it's one of my favorite I kind of too. like everything about that number, but that was the one that, like, because it happened so early on that I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing. Like, this <laughs> yeah. sets the tone perfectly. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think, I mean, the one that I, I enjoyed the most, just even though it wasn't like super, like, the, you know, the number wasn't like super choreographed as much as, much as like those. Um, I don't know the name of it, but, but Rosemary Clooney's like the solo with her little love. You didn't do right by me. That one with the, with the four guys. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, I'm going to pick that one. I always love that one. Yeah. It was just, it's great. I just want dudes to just pop up so I can rest <laughs> my elbows on them. Hi, I'm going to sing them to pop up so you can shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> that's going back to it's always fair weather. Yeah. We're developing a whole vocabulary that only we will ever Because that's understand. all I was thinking of when they were popping up. I was I like, God, I hope she murders them. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, Joe. <laughs> um, I'll have to put that one in the show notes. I'll have to grab Love You Didn't Do Right By Me. Probably choreography, too. Call those out. Yeah, you they're guys, both great. I mean, choreography you guys, definitely When this pops up, if you guys want to help me out and pop those on Twitter at any point during the week so that we can be like, hey, yeah. White Christmas, these numbers are <laughs> so great. Um, yeah. So that was White Christmas. It's a it's a holiday favorite. Um, I definitely, like, I remember, you know, I remember bits and pieces. Like, it didn't all come together for me. Like, it had been such a long time, and I was a kid when I – it was one that was always on, but I was young, and so I was never really, like, focused on it. So I didn't really, like... Oh, yeah. I didn't pick up on any of the banter until I yeah. became an adult. I just uh, watched it for all the crazy dance numbers and the clothes. Yeah. I just really wanted all the gowns. Mm -hmm. Also, to learn how to walk in them. Like, what, how do you... Mm. Also, it's, tiki, it's, tiki, 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 it's on pissed. Netflix. I didn't... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jens. It is on Netflix. You can watch it. It is on Netflix. Um, of course, I own it, but it's on Netflix, so we were lazy. <sighs> it looks good on Netflix. I mean, it's a great. Um, yeah, if, if you find that it's slower, it's a great one to have on in the background while you're doing your holiday baking, and then you can just pause decorating your cookies and be like, "What are they doing there?" <laughs> Mandy, there's a Mr. Handy. I'm really. ADD. So, uh, so yeah, that was White Christmas. Um, as usual, rate, review, subscribe, like, tell your friends, Do chat with us. If you've got a suggestion of a movie you want us to watch, we will happily take suggestions. 
And I have been one of your hosts, Wendy, joined, as always, by... Vinny, the mic. And we will talk to you next week. Goodbye forever. <laughs> there forever is. equals a week. a week. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. I was trying to explain to my derby teammates that I don't eat soup and why. And they're like, why don't you eat soup? And I'm like, I don't like warm, salty liquids. And they all just looked at me. And then Baba said, she's been married 15 years. They must make it work. (laughs) So there's your innuendo joke for the day. Speaking of warm, salty liquids. All right. Let's have a moment. Let's watch a holiday classic.